I didn't know what email was until I got to college. I'd heard of email and knew that in some sense I would have it. You'll be so fancy, said my mother's sister, who had married a computer scientist, sending your e-mails. She emphasized the e and paused before mail. That summer, I heard email mentioned with increasing frequency. Things are changing so fast, my father said. Today at work, I surfed the World Wide Web. One second, I was in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. One second later, I was in Anitkabir. Anitkabir, Atatürk's mausoleum, was located in Ankara. I had no idea what my father was talking about, but I knew there was no meaningful sense in which he had been in Ankara that day, so I didn't really pay attention. On the first day of college, I stood in line behind a folding table and eventually received an email address and temporary password. The address had my last name in it, Karada, but all lowercase and without the Turkish silent G. From an early age, I'd understood that a silent G was funny. The G is silent, I would say, in a weary voice, and it was always hilarious. I didn't understand how the email address was an address or what it was short for. What do we do with this? Hang ourselves? I asked, holding up the Ethernet cable. You plug it into the wall, said the girl behind the table. Insofar as I'd had any idea about it at all, I'd imagine that email would resemble faxing and would involve a printer. But there was no printer. There was another world. You could access it from certain computers, which were scattered throughout the ordinary landscape and looked no different from regular computers. Always there, unchanged, in a configuration nobody else could see, was a glowing list of messages from all the people you knew and from people you didn't know, all in the same letters, like the universal handwriting of thought or of the world. Some messages were formally epistolary, with dear and sincerely, others telegraphic, all in lowercase with missing punctuation, like they were being beamed straight from people's brains. And each message contained the one that had come before, so your own words came back to you. All the words you threw out, they came back. It was like the story of your relations with others, the story of the intersection of your life with other lives was constantly being recorded and updated, and you could check it at any time. You had to wait in a lot of lines and collect a lot of printed materials, mostly instructions, how to respond to sexual harassment, report an eating disorder, register for student loans. They showed you a video about a recent college graduate who broke his leg and defaulted on his student loans, proving that the budget he drew up was no good. A good budget makes provisions for debilitating injury. The bank was a real bonanza as far as lines and printed materials were concerned. They gave you a free dictionary. The dictionary didn't include Ratatouille or Tasmanian Devil. On the staircase approaching my room, I could hear tuneless singing and the slap of plastic slippers. My new roommate, Hannah, was standing on a chair taping a sign that read Hannah Park's desk over her desk, chanting monotonously along with a blues traveler on her disc man. When I came in, she turned in a pantomime of surprise, pitching to and fro, then jumped noisily to the floor and took off her headphones. Have you considered mime as a career, I asked. Mime? No, my dear. I'm afraid my parents sent me to Harvard to become a surgeon, not a mime. She blew her nose loudly. Hey, 
My bank didn't give me a dictionary. It doesn't have Tasmanian devil, I said. She took the dictionary from my hands, rifling the pages. It has plenty of words. I told her she could have it. She put it on the shelf next to the dictionary she had gotten in high school for being the valedictorian. They look good together, she said. I asked if her other dictionary had Tasmanian devil. It didn't. Isn't the Tasmanian devil a cartoon character, she asked, looking suspicious. I showed her the page in my other dictionary that had not just Tasmanian devil, but also Tasmanian wolf, with a picture of the wolf glancing, a bit sadly, over its left shoulder. Hannah stood very close to me and stared at the page. Then she looked right and left and whispered hotly in my ear, that music has been playing all day long. What music? Shh. Stand absolutely still. We stood absolutely